Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard, and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. So glad that you guys are with us today. We are talking about the most encouraging, happy topic this week. It's going to be great. It is a happy topic. It is a happy topic. <laughs> no, it, it's going to sound a little dark up front, but this is um, this is a biblical principle that honestly is ignored by one group and overemphasized by another. Mm. And so hopefully we can uh, bring some middle ground to this. We better tell them what it's about. Well, go ahead. Here we go. Judgment. (laughs) We're going to spend all week talking about uh, the biblical theme of judgment. And and I say it intentionally that way because um, judgment is a biblical theme, not a one-time biblical thought. It's not a one-time... Or occurrence. Or occurrence. It is a biblical theme. Didn't you yeah. say you, this morning's devotion you were talking talking about that you were both in the David and Bathsheba, David and Bathsheba yeah. moment and judgment. Judgment is about to happen. Yeah. Nathan's about to call him out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there was judgment that happened because of the David and Bathsheba incident. So, um, you know, judgment can either be scary for some... Uh, it, it can be negative for some, but for mm. me, every time I read about judgment in Scripture, and it is from Genesis chapter 3 to all the way to <laughs> Revelation chapter 22. So you do have two chapters of the Bible mm. before. <laughs> do, now, do That's you in the in, creation story. Do you include, you know, Hezekiah and the book of Jasper? And it's all in there. Now? Okay, It's all in sure. there. Just so so sure. really you only have two chapters of the Bible that really don't have a judgment theme, and that's Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. <laughs> but once you get to Genesis chapter 3, it, <laughs> it, it, it the Bible's going to express yeah. judgment all the way through as a yeah. theme. And... I hope after this week's podcast that becomes a positive thing to Mm -hmm. you, not a negative thing. Yeah. Because for me, judgment is a positive thing. Um, It's it's a comforting thing, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're going to try to present it in that way. I believe that I'm going to take you down the pathway that helped me the most understand the biblical theme of judgment. And it comes from Psalm chapter 1. And um, this was one of the first... Uh, scriptures that I learned as a new Christian when I became saved at the age of 15 because it provided a pathway for me to get on that really is a lifetime pathway. I'm still on it. I'm still walking this path, still growing in this path. Psalm 1 gives an overview of the concept of judgment when he gives basically a blessing and a curse. Mm. And as a new Christian, you're like, oh, I can walk one way and get blessed, or I can walk another way and yeah. uh, get unblessed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know who who's not going to walk in the way and get blessed, right? It's true. So that's where he says he says, "Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked." So I I looked at that as a new Christian said, "Okay, you don't want to be uh, letting uh, the you know wicked people uh, counsel you." 
<laughs> don't don't let them help you make your decisions. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Nor stands in the way of sinners. You know, the first thing, the image that formed in my mind about that one was getting hit by a Mack truck or something, but it's really not that. It means <laughs> it means I'm not imitating people that are missing the mark. I'm yeah. imitating people that are hitting the mark. Yeah. If we're doing our job well, we believe that the church should be full of hypocrites. Mm-hmm. And then what I'm doing with those hypocrites is I'm looking at not the non-progress in their life. I'm looking at the progress in their life mm-hmm. towards Jesus. Yeah. And I'm saying, I wonder if their progress could become my progress hmm. as opposed to looking yeah. at the other side. Absolutely. Right? You Absolutely. Know? So um, stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. So, okay, well, that inspired me to do daily devotions, mm-hmm. right? Okay. He Now, it's going to describe the blessing of this guy and how this is part of the judgment and how you can benefit from the judgment. Mm-hmm. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, in all that he does, he prospers. Well, who doesn't want that? <laughs> yeah. If I was just to say to you, do you want everything you do to prosper? Yes. <laughs> Simple answer. Simple answer. Right? Okay. Yeah. But then it's going to compare it with the wicked, and you're going to get understand the judgment. Okay. Judgment is meant to put up a fence that we know we shall not cross. That's the purpose of judgment. It creates a fence. Yeah. And who was it that, was it you or somebody else that was telling me about a study they did of children that played inside of a playground and had a fence, but then they, and the children loved the whole playground, but then they took away the fence and observed the behavior of the children and they all congregated towards the middle and all of a sudden became all fearful, not knowing what to do. Mm. Was that you or that somebody else? That wasn't me. No. Yeah. It created insecurity in the wow. children because the fence mm. had been removed for them. Wow. So judgment creates a fence for us and mm. says, be secure inside the fence. Yeah. The lions and the tigers and the bears, oh my, are mm. outside the fence, but mm-hmm. inside the fence, you're protected. Yeah. Right? So he says, the wicked are not so. They are like chaff that the wind drives away. All right. We have our first picture of judgment. Mm. That the wicked are like chaff that the wind drives away. Now, it took me, because I'm not from a farming community, it took me a couple of years to understand that analogy. Can you help us? What, I mean, maybe you have a little more exposure to farming and you have to go back to old school farming to really Mm -hmm. understand it. Mm -hmm. What is the chaff that the wind drives away? It's not uh, useful. It's burned. Okay. Okay. There's the first thing. (laughs) It's if if you're going to raise wheat, you're going to have wheat and Mm -hmm. chaff. Mm -hmm. You're going to keep the wheat and turn it into bread. Mm -hmm. And chaff only has one use. To be burned. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where John the Baptist brought it into yeah. the New Testament. And what he said is he's, his winnowing fork is in his hand. He's lifting the, the wheat and the chaff up. The wind blows. The wheat drops, right? Mm-hmm. And the chaff gets blown into another pile, and you're going to light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ashes go to the ground and become nice fertilizer for the next set of wheat, right? Right. So that's a good picture of judgment, that the wicked, 
um, are like chaff that the wind drives away. And the, the farmer of the Old Testament would have completely understood this. They're like, oh, the wicked are going into the chaff pile that fire is going to be lit to. All right. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. There's mm. the next set of judgment. Okay, so let's open this up and, and talk about this a little bit. That helps me. It's a broad picture of the way just God's created um, humanity mm-hmm. that there at all times is an ongoing judgment. And, you know, at all times... The judgment is determining whether I am wheat or chaff, yeah. whether I get made into bread that is useful and has all kinds of great analogies, you know, mm-hmm. the bread of life, Jesus is the bread of life, you know, daily bread, mm-hmm. or whether I am in the chaff pile and you throw fire on it. Yeah. All right. So um, let's make this practical. Yeah. What are some practical ways we see this just in today's living? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the first thing that I think of, um, and this has happened to me once or twice, uh, but uh, most of the time I get feedback with this. So have you ever failed at something and not known why you failed? Mm, More times than I care to count, and there's nothing Mm -hmm. more frustrating in life Mm -hmm. than to be failing and can't figure out why you're failing. Yeah, That's that's my experience. And so to me, that's where I've learned to lean into the judgment of God Mm. um, and why it is a good thing is Mm. because I want to know, if I failed in something, Mm. I want to know why I failed. At the same thing, if I succeed at something, I want to know why I succeeded. Mm. Uh, I want that judgment. I want that feedback. Um, And so that's the immediate... Uh, plus side for me is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Here's a little coaching illustration. I used to wrestle in high school and I was getting beat up a lot and worse, I was getting injured a lot. Mm. And so finally I went to my coach and I said, I am getting injured all the time. Can you help me? Mm. And he said, well, I was waiting for you to ask, you know, hello, <laughs> you know, help first me. of all, help me out, <laughs> you know, I, you know, help me help you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, so, so first of all, we need to ask the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's waiting for us to ask. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so he said, yeah, what's happened to you is you've become fearful. Mm-hmm. And so when you're, when you're calculating the next move you're going to do a wrestling move, you're not following through. Mm-hmm. You're starting the move, but fear gets a hold of you. Yeah. And, and the unintended consequence is you're getting overextended in your body Hmm. and that sets you up for an injury. He said, let me show it to you. And and he demonstrated Mm -hmm. how start the move, hesitate, stop, Mm -hmm. get caught in an overextended position, Mm -hmm. injury. Yeah. And once I saw it, I saw it. And he started showing me rhythms to practice to overcome my fear Mm -hmm. that would enable me to follow through. And the injuries went went away, right? Mm -hmm. Simple, simple principle right there, right? Absolutely. I'm getting injured and I can't figure out the why. Yeah. Um, so God set this up where judgment is a part yeah. of life. Mm-hmm. You think it's fair to say no judgment, no growth? I would say that, yeah. I mean, I think you could I think go so far as to say, say that, right? The, yeah. no, no judgment, no growth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so Psalm 1 is going to give this to you. Um, so often we view judgment as a fearful thing. It's only fearful mm. if you're on the wrong side of it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, driving over here, I was thinking about, we just come off of our small group and then we make these pod- podcasts. I was thinking about, um, you know, my dad, he he was a believer in the recliner in the evening. He mm. worked hard in the day and he come home and he had a recliner. Dad shared his recliner, but when he got home, it was his recliner. Mm-hmm. So me and my friends would be playing after school. And dad would come home and he had taught us the rules. So if someone was in his recliner (laughs) when he got home and after he'd showered and ready Mm -hmm. to sit down, he would simply say, hey, Ben, get out of the recliner. All right. Pretty simple. As long as you get up, no judgment. (laughs) Get out of the way. (laughs) But if you looked at him and said, why do you always get the recliner? Mm. Judgment was sure <laughs> to follow. <laughs> now, uh, and I still remember this. And so, and and after, you know, you, you have a healthy fear, so you don't you do not do that, right? <laughs> and so then I got to think, well, then my friends, we were, we're playing, and they would end up in the recliner, and dad would come home. And it's all good because he hasn't showered yet, so you knew the timing. But when dad got out of the shower and he's getting to relax for the evening, usually it was a routine. He's before dinner. He's gonna, you know. I would say to my friend, "Hey, better jump out of the recliner. Dad's coming in." <laughs> why? No. Why, why do you think I want to tell my friend, "Hey, hey, jump out of the recliner"? You were trying to keep him from judgment. Yeah, I didn't want him to. <laughs> well, I didn't want him to be embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? But and then I, for certain, I didn't mm. want my friend to fall into judgment. Are you saying that uh, your dad was not discriminatory? When no. it came to judgment. Yep. He was not discriminatory. <laughs> That's exa- no favoritism. So are you saying that uh, no one is exempt from judgment? I'm saying he was a good illustration of God. <laughs> that there is no favoritism yeah. when it comes to the issue of judgment. Yeah. Is that um, it, is, it is the absolutes of God's holiness and his righteousness. Yeah. And so it is meant to inspire us to live on a certain side, the, yeah. the right side of that, his holiness and his justice mm. and his the absolutes of his character, yeah. right? That's good. So my encouragement to you, if you're listening to this podcast, um, you know, there are different classes of people. A, maybe you're a person that doesn't like to talk about the biblical theme of judgment because you had an unhealthy fear of judgment. Mm. Well, let this comfort you. Yeah. The, the scripture says that the righteous, um, that the righteous actually, they prosper in everything they do. Mm-hmm. Their leaf does not wither. They stand. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. they, they, they make it through. They are the wheat. Yeah. Okay. God wants to comfort you in, Hey, you're, you're doing great. Mm. Keep doing great. Yeah. Okay. There might be a second class of person that, um, is not doing great. And maybe you're acting more like the wicked and the scoffer and the sinner. And God is saying to you, you know, you are like the chaff that the wind drives away and you are destined for fire. Mm. And so, and by the way, when you read fire in scripture, most of the time it's judgment. (laughs) It refers to judgment. So you are destined for fire and that's meant to inspire you. Maybe it's time to repent before Mm. the fire is lit. Mm. And, you know, don't be in the chaff pile, mm. right? Um, and then maybe you're in a third class of person that has, um, you know, fallen in, fallen prey to the deception that is common in the American church now that um, judgment is not a New Testament principle. 
And mm-hmm. that's just that's just that's just deception. You're mm-hmm. deceived. And so let God begin to talk to you and and give you his precious gift of repentance that no judgment is a biblical theme all the way through. It's still good for us today to, to help us, right? Yeah. Um, so anything else about this? Did, I, did we cover for a good beginning of the biblical theme of judgment? I think it's a good start. I have a few things that I want to say, mm. but I think it's for later this okay. week. Okay, yeah. tune in Tuesday. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.